Hey man, I am so excited. What's up, man? How's it going? How's everything coming along? Dude, it's so good. I can't, is my music too loud? I got music in the office. Should I turn it down? No, 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 no. It's pretty good. It's been awesome, though? Yeah, man. It's good to connect with you. Oh, man. I know, I know you've been super duper busy. Like, I've been watching you on Instagram and doing this. Like, talk to me, man. How's it been going so far? Man, to be honest, it's been really fun, but really exhausting. I have a mad respect for hygienists for what they do because it's like man doing hygiene all day is like exhausting <laughs> do you normally is that what you feel like you're doing most of the time or or what uh yeah we're probably like 80 20 mostly hygiene like we have had i think 60 or 70 new patients in the past month and past month and uh a few treatment here and there a few crowns for canals fillings but mostly it's new patients and hygiene Wow. So 60 to 70 new patients uh, this mo- per month, what, what you've been doing so far, right? No, our first month was 50. And then our first few days in the month, we've seen like uh, probably 10 more. So probably about 60, I think, 60, 70 in total. Dude, you're doing it. You're making it happen. You're... Yeah, we're trying. You're, <laughs> you're try- How are you... Has anything changed up like with your marketing and advertising or not? Not really. Uh, no, I've actually held off on like spending any money on marketing so far, just because social media has been really good to like get to know people and show your, showcase your practice. I actually think so we've been booked out like two weeks in advance almost every week. Like I don't have much time. So I think it's almost been a detriment that, that I don't have enough availability for a lot of people to come see us. Um, so that is something interesting I've noticed like, our next appointments, like in a week and a half, be like, oh, dang, that kind of sucks. So that <laughs> is interesting about like not having hygienists, um, but then they're expensive. So it's like pros and cons. Has, has anybody like said anything like a patient? Like, oh, I, can you see me anytime sooner? And then they go somewhere else or not? Uh, not that yet. I just think online booking. So a lot of my friends have been like, hey, I tried to book, but it was like two weeks. So I'm just going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. man. So with your social media then, I've seen like, you're kind of doing reels right now, right? With Instagram, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, reels have been really, uh, really successful just in terms of marketing. Organic, you don't put any money into them, just make a 30 second video and see what happens. So those have probably been my biggest marketing win so far. When you post a reel, do, give me a timeline. Like, do people normally like, oh yeah, I want to book an appointment right now? Or like, what, what can people expect? It's actually the hardest thing to get a like a ROI, like a return on investment on that, because you don't really know. But then I'd see people coming to our office and say, where'd you find this from? Like Instagram. That's one of our um, little cues on their paperwork. Like, how'd you hear about us? Like Instagram. Um, and so, but then I see people start following the account, like Smile Dentistry, and then I see them schedule. And like, oh, they, they came from that reel we posted because um, our grand opening one was like up to like 50,000 views just organically getting caught up in the Instagram algorithm. And so, wow. but then the next one I post only got like 2,000. So it's like, how does that correlate? But it's just like, <laughs> that's how you share it, how like it gets picked up in the algorithm and stuff like that. What'd your uh, grand opening one consist of? Uh, we just like did like a now open and I kind of walked, turned a corner and showed the office a little bit. Like it was probably took us, 
20 minutes to do it. But yeah, it just got shared by a lot of people and that picks up the algorithm quicker. And so you get put into like the real system. So you get more views. And so I guess, I guess that's how it works. Wait, so it took you, cause reels is how long, what's the max it can be? Like, uh, like 15, 30 seconds. Okay. So how did it take you 20 minutes? Oh, I mean, we, we did it like three or four times and they're like, Oh, we don't like that one. Let's redo it. Let's add some <laughs> caption. Like the whole process took 20 minutes to like take oh. the video, little subtitles on it, make a cl- caption and post it. So then what do you like nitpick or like, what do you look for to make it like just right when you're making these things? Like, like let's break down the grand opening one. Cause we know a lot of practices are going to be opening up soon. Yeah. Basically I think videos nowadays should be really quick edits. So every five seconds or so it should be the next thing going on because Instagram, there's so much content being put out there. If you don't capture people every five seconds to go to the next thing, then they're going to click away from it. So on our grand opening, it was, let me try to find it. So this is a clever song. Uh-huh. But then you do like basically little captions the whole time and just keep people watching. And then that keeps them engaged and like, oh, that's a cool practice. Instead of just like one clip of, hey, this is Dr. McTeer at Smile Dentistry. This is like, that's good for like YouTube, your website. But I feel like for reels, you need to be quick quick captions, quick little things on the video. And that makes people like want to watch it more. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Generation Other- attention span. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be quick. You know what I mean? Instead of like, a, I noticed the pic after that on your Instagram, the one with like the small comparison, right? The small transformation one yeah. uh, with the veneers. Did yeah, those yeah. get good traction? Not much, to be honest. Like a few people be like, wow, I love your work. But to be honest, I think... As a dentist, we love looking at pictures like that, but like for the general public, they don't really care that much about teeth. So they see teeth and they're like, oh, wow, cool. Next one, you know, versus like a personality, something different. So that's what I've noticed organically. Like, oh, so I'm like, oh, that's a cool case. I want that. And not like the big, like, oh my gosh, your practice looks so fun, like so engaging because teeth are kind of an enigma to a lot of different people. Yeah, I think the the other the post with like the transformation, it's more, I, I would assume I could be wrong, but like, I would think it's more for people who've like already been researching, you know what I mean? And looking like, okay, this is the type right. of veneers I want to look It's some like credibility to like, not, we're just a fun practice. Like, oh, we actually do really good work. Here's some of our work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. So then I noticed like a lot of like, um, other Instagrammers, like they have, um, with high, right? Like high, um, visibility and things like that. And then engagement, they have like, a almost like a comparison like that. I wanted to ask you when it comes to these reels, like, you know, maybe when you started doing it, you were kind of like, that's a little bit uncomfortable. What what do I do? I don't know. Do I just point, what can we start doing right now in order to start gaining like more confidence in it? To be honest, like watching like TikToks of like other reels, you get ideas. So like, maybe we can try this one and just like try a few, save them to your drafts see how you like them. But the same time, like posting out content is always kind of like, you're always like self-conscious or like, are people going to like this? But at the same time, like just post it and, and see what happens. And so I have one of my front desk girls watch TikToks and say, hey, what should we do next? What's a fun shoot idea? But some of them just happen within like five minutes. She's like, oh, I want to make a reel. Let's try this. And so like on my 
Dr. Page, we do like a lot of practice, showcasing the practice. And one, one that, that was really successful was just like, hey, I was just like walking around. I was like, oh, this would be cool. And I took a reel and I was like, oh, there's 12,000 views. Um, and so, wow. just, but at the same time, like I posted other ones that aren't successful that I thought would be really successful because I put time into them. So it, it's just like a weird game, um, like that social media world. So I view it as a tool, like your practice, what builds your practice is your staff your community involvement, what services you offer, and then social media is just an aspect you can use that can be free to um, showcase like who you are, who your staff are, and what your practice environment's like. Yeah, I like that, man, because I think before, back in the days, like, you know what I mean? It was all about, I remember the practice I used to work for, they're like, no, we always got to be professional. I don't want any of that stuff on there. You know what I mean? Like just pure, like stock, almost like stock images, but professional, you know what I mean? And now it's kind of like, just get your phone. Yeah. I mean, I've had like definitely dentists be like, Hey, like you're not very professional, like whatever, like you do, like there's an older generation that like looks at us younger ones. Like they've told you that. I mean, there's been Facebook posts. I like screenshot and see my boss. Like this guy would hate me if he saw me. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, all these dentists like dancing around in their office doing stuff. I'm like, that's what like makes you personable, you know? So like if you have a personality showcase it and that's so if your staff office is really fun, just like showcase it, then people can be relatable to it. But then it's like the same time, like I don't want to do any like the the grinding ones or like the shaking my booty. I'm like that's that crosses a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. that's gonna attract the wrong demographic to my practice. Um so that's just like my viewpoint on it. So like more fun cool dance moves i'm like hey here's my booty <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah because honestly like uh like the grand opening one is so simple it's so easy yeah. the music is cool i like i like that you know what i mean so then it shows it it shows your practice and everything and your personality and it's like oh that's that's really instead of doing like remember how back then we used to have to pay like or people still do it like yeah thousands and thousands for like a grand opening yeah. video which i'm still gonna do by the way i'm gonna pay a lot <laughs> we're going to do like a big showcasing with actually a media company. So that is in the works. These are just like free ways to advertise your practice that keeps people engaged. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So it's mainly all coming from Instagram. And right now, when do you think you'll bring on a hygienist now? That's like the million dollar question. I don't know. They're expensive, but at the same time, I think if we can open up a day for me to be completely open, we double our capacity to see new patients. So I do have a hygienist lined up, ready to come on. And so she'll be part-time initially. And so probably in the next few months, um, she's getting her work visa from Canada. She's super awesome, like very professional. Like I'm waiting for her because she's that great. And then when she's good to go, I'll be like, hey, you want to start Mondays or Tuesdays? And just like, this is what we can offer you. Um, this is, I'll probably pay her hourly to start. And then, so I think that'll be a good way to introduce but then not fully pay a hygienist $40 an hour on days that you have no, no patients. You're like, Oh man, why are you here? Um, then not being like a dick and like, Hey, go home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wait, she's from Canada. You said, yeah, yeah. She's actually the first girl I ever thought to hire here. She had reached out on Instagram and was like, Hey, like, I'd love to work for you. Like, this is my situation. I just moved here with my husband and, we're in the Heights right down the street and I'm a hygienist in Canada, but I can't work legally in the United States. Um, and so like, can we work something out eventually? And so we've just been talking and she's almost there with COVID has been delayed like months and months for her to get credentialed to work. 
but mm-hmm. she passed her hygiene exam here and she's good to go. She's actually a patient, her and her husband are. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, she's gonna be super cool. She got a Canadian accent and everything. I'm like, hey, hey, what you talking about? <laughs> what, a boot. I know, yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome, man. That's really cool. So then you think well, to me, let me ask, like, what is expensive for a hygienist? Uh that's a great question. I mean, I want to pay mine forty dollars an hour um to start, but I know a lot of hygienists are asking a lot more than that. But I mean, as a startup, I can't afford a lot and I don't want to afford a lot. I want someone that's invested in the practice and then I can almost like profit share with them as we keep growing as a practice so everyone can get in it together. And so I don't know what those numbers are yet. Um, eventually, I want to pay her off production. So 25 to 35% of what she produces in the office, that includes night guards, whitening, cleanings, because um, Theoretically, if they work really hard, they can make a lot more than $40 an hour. So the practice that came from all the hygienists were like that, and they actually made more than um, just sitting around making. But then some people just want $40 an hour and, and work. So it's kind of the personality. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Okay. All over the country, they're like 45, 46. Some are like 38. So it just kind of depends, but... But you know what? Like, it's it's a good lesson right now for, I think, a lot of people listening, like, that you build your brand and people are reaching out to you. You know what I mean? To, like, hey, I want to work. It's okay. 40s. You know what I mean? Because yeah. other people, other practices, I mean, you've heard, right? Like, it's it's a struggle to find someone right now. Uh, just oh, yeah. to, I've heard. Like, it's yeah. so hard. That's awesome that you're able to find that somebody's look. I mean, like, they're they're reaching out to you. You know what I mean? And letting you know, all goes back to like your practice culture and like them getting to know you. Like, I mean, I haven't gotten a salary in three or four months, you know, and I want to pay my staff first before I pay myself. And they don't really know that, but I'm like, that's just like the culture I wanted. But at the same time, like knowing I do need to pay myself next pay cycle, just like in the habit of paying myself because it's easy as a doctor to be like, oh, I don't need to pay myself. Like, I'll be fine. But at the same time, like, oh, I need to pay myself something for my time here. Cause I mean, I'm working all the time, but just them knowing that's your mindset. Like I'm going to pay you off first before I even touch me. They're like, Oh my gosh. Like I really want to make this practice grow. Cause I really care about the doctor and like, I want patients to love it. So that's kind of the, the atmosphere we've created. It's been really nice. So you haven't told them that you, your team doesn't know that you, you pay them first. My office manager knows no one else knows. Oh, okay. Okay. That's like, cool. I'm like, yo, girl, I haven't got a money. You're going to buy me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Right. Are you going to Starbucks today? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Water, water with ice and lemon. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was, what are you paying yourself? Like, what's a good range right now? Like that you recommend people should start off if you want to get into that habit. Because I've seen that where people are like, haven't paid myself in three years and I'm struggling. And I'm like, why don't you? start yeah i mean it's like something you do have to start so i want to start off doing two thousand dollars every paycheck so every two weeks pay myself two thousand as a the owner of the company i don't want to pay myself like via paychecks i don't want to pay payroll taxes on that so i'm just basically writing myself a check from the company as like an owner's draw to give myself cash because i don't want to pay payroll taxes on stuff i don't have to pay payroll taxes on because as a startup, you have a lot of equipment you can write off mm-hmm. next year as you begin to open. So that's kind of how I'm going to start paying myself. Um, it's just by writing myself a check twice a month. 
Got you. So twice. Yeah. So every two weeks. Every two weeks, yeah. So we pay on the fifth and the twentieth, and that's our our schedule. And I've used Gusto for payroll, and they've done a really good job. And so, but I just don't want to pay excess taxes on stuff. I don't have to. Got you. Got you. Got you. Okay, man. That's pretty cool. And then so throughout this time since you've been since the last two weeks, what have you felt like has been man insanely stressful? Like, but that has just come up randomly. Um, let me see. Now it's just like looking months in advance, like, hey, are they going to, like, I think our first month was big because we had a big push of new patients. And when we get, we're up to like 42 Google reviews, all just like awesome people. And so, mm-hmm. so that's been really good for like our credibility. But now it's like, what's our next step? So after like the first month, month and a half, you're like, okay, the momentum's up there, but how do you maintain that momentum? I think that's what we were talking today in our team meeting of like, how can we keep this going in our area, keep up the new patients, keep up the, like, we don't want to settle. We want to keep growing, even though we've been really successful in terms of new patients the first month. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's just something that, I mean, it's fearful, like, man, there's no set and I mean, I can pay a marketing company, but I don't really want to, because I think we can, the area we're in, we can market organically really easily. And so that's kind of like, Something that's not crazy stressful, but it's like, man, there's no patients next month. Hopefully we get some, you know. Wait, so, there, so you're booked out two weeks and there's no patients next month though? I mean the month of uh, June. Sorry, I was, so basically two weeks and after that it kind of drops. And so it's like, that's kind of how our, our flow has been. So like two weeks and then like, oh, well, what's going on then? But then I get notifications on my phone. Hey, this person's scheduled online. So it's been like, a, con- a consistent flow of new patients but it's just like I don't want that to stop that's probably the biggest like stress thing like there's no like set patient base I'm not yeah. but I guess there's like no honestly I, I feel like from this point on you kind of have to have like that faith you know what I mean in the sense of like oh my oh, gosh two months out I don't see anybody or five months out right obviously we don't yeah. see anybody but then you're like it's gonna it's gonna work you know no no that's like where it comes back like hey this is what we've created this is what we're going to do these are the strategies we're going to use um, i'm starting to make some banners that say now open i'm going to put along the hike and bike trails so like we've literally done nothing for marketing except for just instagram now it's like oh maybe we need to tap into a few of those other tools to tap into some other markets we haven't really invested in any time in yet and so that's like the fun part about it like what is the strategy we can use and there's a ton of restaurants starting to open within my center. And so that's going to drive a lot of foot traffic. And so that's the fun part about it. If you were to hire a marketing agency, like what would you even start having them do? That's my big question. Like what do they do? So we've projected around the area. I need to spend $1,500 a month and just add money. Like go on Google, Facebook, um, Instagram, and just promote to like keep up with the corporate places around me. And so that's like a big expense. And then they're like, hey, it'll be $2,500 for our services. I'm like, what are those services? You know, like <laughs> posting stuff, managing campaigns. So they're really good. I just like, don't have a lot of peace about using them yet because like, I don't want to start an ad campaign and not have availabilities for a few weeks. And they're like, oh, well, that ad captured that person, but then they scheduled and they're like, oh, I can't get in next week. I don't want to go. So like, I think seeing the consistent influx of patients on my end makes me like, oh, I'll hold off. I have a hygienist and we have plenty of space and then we're going to push it really hard. Like the two factors that I'm weighing um, 
this week, actually, and seeing what's going to happen. Yeah, I would think that the latter is a, a really good yeah. way to go. You know what I mean? Because, like, let's just say you did. And honestly, like, I think your brand is kind of like itself is bringing in the type of patients you want. And I know some people are like, oh, I don't know if like a brand is is enough, but you guys are doing a little bit more than that, right? Like you're, you're all over the community. And then at the same time, you're all over Instagram in your community, you know? So I feel like maybe just like uh, kind of organically kick it up a notch if you feel like you have to, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's all I'm going to try to do and see, see what happens. And big thing, we got our TI allowance coming in from the landlord in about 30 days. So that's going to help us like start investing in more marketing or more just kind of help float some costs. So that's the sucky part about startups is some landlords won't pay you to the very end. And then you got to wait 30 days until after you're open. So that's like the point. I'm like, give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How much, is, hey, yo. <laughs> how, how much is your uh, TI allowance again? It'll be like 140,000. Oh dude. Yeah. You definitely like, that okay. would be magic right there. It could yeah. be a lot. So when that day happens, we'll be like basically our working capital for the next, year, year and a half, if we have to use it. I've only used about 550000 of my, my loan so far. And so we got a lot of flex room to, to get the financial part of the startup. Off yeah. To. You'll be able to get like an actual Dr. Pepper or Diet Dr. Pepper instead of water with lemon and ice. So I just want to eat Chipotle twice a week. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> just and have no practice. And no practice. Well, all the three. <laughs> double protein guac i know i know it's extra <laughs> i know <laughs> put that on there <laughs> that's funny man um so throughout this time that you've been working as well like in your practice what software did you feel like is helping you what software do you feel like oh i might have i thought i needed this but i don't you know what i mean yeah uh, open dental has been awesome uh they're just easy they're standard they get the job up, job done. Their customer service is good. And so that's been really helpful. I really like Next Health, the online scheduling company. Um, they've done a really good job. One company I did not like so far, but I'm still using them because they're linked with Next Health. It's called NLive. And they do new patient forms. And we've had a lot of issues with the forms not syncing with Open Dental. So that's been kind of annoying. Um, but they, I think they're a newer company just got acquired. So they got kinks to work out, um, but they've been helpful whenever, every time we call them, but it has been kind of annoying. Basically, it's a system that the patients can fill out all their stuff in advance. You text them a link. It's been really good when it works, but then when it doesn't seem to open dental, the staff is like, oh, this is kind of annoying. But like them a lot. Um, also, there's like 100 people coming to our spot tonight, to like real estate people. So I'm like waving at everyone walking by the office. What? What? Wait, they're coming in tonight for what? The whole place is just like doing like a architecture marketing event for Houston real estate. And so they're like checking out the practice and like the, and all the other places around me. So just like kind of organic marketing. Wow. Are you guys doing anything for that or not? Uh, no, not this time. Oh, okay. We're putting our lights on and be like, hey, we're here. They're like there's a big fashion show here like two weeks ago and I gave out a bunch of flyers and free whitening to all the models. So that was kind of funny. Did you, did anything come from that or not? No, nothing at all. So I was like, I guess by this time I was like, I don't want to spend 150 bucks on flyers and have them go away. So. Yeah. That's interesting, man. That like, 
you're in a really good location where they they're like it's popping you know what i mean like they're doing a lot of things for people there yeah and it's like people that aren't in locations like this like the biggest things like just getting involved in your community and like you can really set yourself apart in those areas by just doing little things like hey we're open this is who we are and start following all the local businesses on instagram and social media because i think our space is unique because they do promote us within the houston area I think it's to their advantage to have their tenants succeed because then they can sell the location off to a buyer for a higher price. You know, just how investment banking and commercial real estate works. But I think for just people just starting out and say like suburbia Houston, just like you can do all these things around your community and it'll really set yourself apart from a lot of the practices around you in terms of social media engagement. So yeah, I would just like encourage people to dive into their community and things like that. Dude, that's awesome, man. So then any advice you want to give to someone who's asking you like, okay, Mitchell, you've been open for, you've been open for like a little over a month, right? Yeah. I think just like a day over a month. Okay. So if anybody were to ask you how many? A day under a month occupancy in Houston, we're legally able to open. (laughs) A A day under a month. If anybody were to ask you, what can we look forward to or what should we watch out for being open just at about a month what would it be don't feel like you have to have your staff there all the time and so like yesterday we actually only had we had two patients cancel in the morning and then we had a bunch of fillings in the afternoon and the guy got sick and so we were like oh we like looked at the staff like hey we don't really need y'all today like you can have you can leave at lunch and so i was feeling like just saying that to people and they're like, okay, I'll leave instead of paying them the afternoon just to sit around feeling like they need to be here because that's your schedule. And so being like loose and flexible and then setting the precedent of that in your startup and being like, Hey, we're a startup. Our hours will be flexible. This is tentatively what they are, but it'll kind of ebb and flow every single day. This is kind of your structure, but we may ask you to leave early some days or come in days that you're not scheduled based on how our, our schedule lines up. So Biggest thing is like just be flexible and have your staff on board with being flexible like that is really, really crucial. Yeah, I like that. Like letting them know like from the beginning, hey, it's going to be, I've been flowing. I like yeah, that a lot. We have a great excuse like, hey, we're a startup. We're like literally starting a brand new business and like there's going to be a lot of growing pains with it. And like, I just want you to be a part of it from the beginning. And from there, like there's going to become times where like, we don't know what's going to happen. We're not a set dental practice in Houston, but we're going to invest in so much in the community. And this is what we see. And like, they'll buy into your vision. And then so I have two part-timers right now and one basically full-time staff. And they all kind of work the weeks together. And we usually have at least two people here at one time. And so that's kind of how we worked our system. Man, I really like that. I like that a lot. I've, I've been talking to a lot of people who are startups and then they tell me like, Oh, you know what? Like half the the schedule fell apart today. So I told the staff to leave and then they're like, am I still going to get paid and all these things, you know, and they get upset and then they lose them. Yeah. I think that's the hard part about like startups. Like we can promise so much and like, it's just like like finding the right people so crucial. And I think I've been fortunate to find people that buy into like our practice culture. And then when we get full-time, like, Hey, you can be here full-time every single day. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like, I'm so glad like we're finally at that point because we've all seen it grow together instead of just like the person down the street looking for a hourly pay nine to five, you know, like those are hard to come by. And so 
that's why for me hiring on personality is so important like if we can get along and like we can talk and we can have these conversations and know where our mindsets are at and then because my goal is to like i want you here full time like i want to pay yeah. you as much as possible like i don't want to withhold because although as businesses we can really invest in our employees and like show them love that businesses sometimes don't um which is at our end like cost money yeah. that's kind of how i view our hiring process Gotcha. Gotcha, man. That's awesome. Awesome. So guys, if you have any questions or you want to pick Mitchell's brain a little more, you know, go in the show notes below, definitely reach out to him on any of the links or his social media provided. And we're almost going to be uh, done with Mitchell's season. So definitely reach out to him, stick around to listen to some more of his episodes and Mitchell sign is out. Hey, and this is the making of smile dentistry. Cheers. Cheers.